the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. My goal is to get you to retirement. And I talked a little bit yesterday about retirement in kind of a funny way. I do a television show and uh, there's ways to get to retirement. And it was kind of funny. What was the phrase? Same car, same spouse, same house. Those three things are kind of what you need to get through retirement or to get wealthy. Maybe is the better way of saying it because it can cost a lot of money. So to go through wives, I know a financial planner who's on his fourth or fifth wife. Like, just stop, dude. Just stop. Date for whatever period of time before it causes common law marriage and then move on. Because you're going to do that anyway. You have that history. Um, so I want to talk about a trend or an idea, if I may. Please humor me. Um, and this is a stock idea. Wine and spirit sales fell recently, but beer sales have hopped higher. Eh? 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 Am I clever? The wine, beard, and spirits maker, Constellation Brands, delivered a better-than-expected quarter. Um, <clears throat> revenues rose to $1.94 billion, a little bit below expectations. Company boosted its full-year forecast. That's what you want to hear. When a company says, we're boosting our full-year forecast, you're like, golden. Um, <clears throat> when a company says, we don't know what the hell's going to go on in the next 90 days, you're like, ooh, well, I better not put my million dollars with them. And you're like, I don't have a million dollars. Well, someone does. And they just said they don't know what they're going to do. So it's almost like you have to get out at that point in time. I don't know if you're with me or against me, but you have to choose a side because this is a civil war. So Constellation Brands is a company that you probably know pretty well on some levels. It is a Fortune 500 company. I believe it's a fast-growing company. Um... Competitors would include Heineken, Anheuser-Busch, and Miller Coors. It's the world's biggest maker of premium wine. It offers 100 brands, including Robert Mondavi, Class de Bus, Miomi. Class de Bois, Robert. You said it all wrong. Open up your mouth, not Class de Bus. Class de Bus is a little kid's toy. A little boost that could go around town. When you say it, you must open your mouth. You not Class de Bus. Class de Bois. The best part about it, it's probably Spanish. <laughs> but Class of the Boost does sound like a little boost that could drive people around town. No, no, you can play it because they're also the third largest beer distributor. They do Mexican beer giant Grupo Modelo. They're the brewer of Corona, Modelo Especial, Negro Modelo, and other beers. This almost feel naughty to say, as a very white person, to say the word Negro Modelo. Keep in mind, my name is Roberto Negro. Uh, Constellation Brands also markets premium spirits like Black Velvet, 
Wasn't there a song called Black Velvet at one point in time? Let's see how long it takes Mr. Producer to pull it up. Svedka Vodka. Okay, you don't have to pull up the uh, Blue Velvet. Just pull up some Russian music now, because I've talked about vodka. Oh, there you go. Thank you. The Consolation Brands. um, Okay, this goes back to Black Velvet Whiskey. Black Velvet is kind of sexy, right? Consolation Brands wine, beer, and spirits are sold in some hundred countries. Brothers Richard and Robert Sands control the company, which was founded by the late Marvin Sands. Man, don't you wish your dad came up with some sort of idea like selling booze? I know booze ruins a lot of lives, and it ruins a lot of marriages, and it, it cuts people's lives way short. Uh, but it is fun to say, class de bois. Uh, but man, my dad, he wasn't born into anything. My dad was an orphan. He was born, I was born a poor black child. Uh, because my brothers were all born poor black children. So by the time my sister came along, she was kind of, you know, more upper middle class. But still not great. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. So that's not horrible advice. So probably not good advice. But back to Constellation Brands and, you know, talking about them as an investment. I just gave you their portfolio of product. Do you think that product is going to sell in the next hundred years? Do you think they're going to go away? I don't. Um, Cohen has a nice price target on it. He said in the recent quarter, strong beer depletions and organic sales growth in wine and spirits. Uh, do we think organic wine, do we think wine and spirits or beer is going to go away? Beer sales rose 8% on the back of volume growth and favorable pricing. And while wine and uh, spirits net sales fell 4%, organic sales increased 6% in the quarter. Um, so how many competitors can sell booze at that kind of level? And the answer is not many, in my opinion. And you're saying that's not an answer. This is the type of company that you want to look back on and say, I probably, it's not going to be an internet company. It's probably not going to be an internet company. Is that fair? Probably not. You're probably not going to make a ton of money on it in year one. But I think if you're patient, and patient is something that sits in the shadows, sits and lurks, instead of firing off a question like, boom, um, you don't have to have the next Google. Although I'm looking at Google, and anytime Google drops 10%, I'm like, that's a pretty good company. Pretty good companies don't drop 10% all the time. So I want to pull up real quick the chart of um, Constellation Brands. And back in 2001, this was a $10 stock. And in 2002, it was a $15 stock. Let's jump five years ahead because this is taking too long. In 2005, it was a $20 stock. In 2010, oh, it was a $20 stock. So that five-year period, it did nothing. But then from 2010 to 2015, it went from 20 all the way. This little piggy went all the way to the market, all the way to 100 and then from 2015 to 2017, it went from 100 to 200. Now, you got to understand it's not going to do that every year. And you got to understand that it's a premium company. But as an investor, you have to think that way. Now, you can't always think that way because, like, Amazon will put companies out of business. If Amazon starts coming up with their own liquor, whoa, watch out. But so far, that's not responsible. That's not even a responsible thing to say. You could say Amazon can kill Foot Locker, but can Amazon kill Nike? when they already sell Adidas and they already sell 
uh, Under Armour with kind of a stores inside the store of Amazon, they'll sell Nike inside of store. But Constellation brand stickers symbol is STZ. Soderberger Advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned, of course. But it's something to think about. Do you think it's going to be around in 100 years? And look what it's done in the last 20. It's had one period of five years where it went kind of sideways, like the stock market did. Um, but it's a pretty damn glorious idea. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I just saw that the oldest killer whale has died at SeaWorld. And people aren't that upset by this. What they're upset about is that they decided to to flay it and and sell at the concession stand. The 42-year-old whale, Kasatka, um, calls the matriarch, is the matriarch of the orca family, died uh, the other night, marking the second orca death in a month at the marine parks. The orca's passing followed years of long treatment for lung disease. Her appetite had declined significantly despite specialized treatments. Uh, veterinarians euthanized her to prevent compromising her quality of life. A mother of four, grandmother of six, and great-grandmother of two, she died, um, surrounded by members of her pod, uh, which is kind of a weird thought to think about. Um, so again, people not upset that she died because she lived a great life, or she lived a long life. But if you ever looked at, there's a great stunning photo of SeaWorld. And this is where millennials come in. The parking lot is about 75 times larger than the area where they keep the, the whales. Um, I find that offensive. But that's very American. And she was obviously a special whale, and she made a lot of people happy. Um, back in January, one of the most widely known whales, Tilikum, um, died at the Orlando Park. So the Orca was responsible for the 2010 drowning death of the trainer, Don Brashu. And um, the dead bodies are stacking high to the rafters pretty quickly at SeaWorld. Now, again, would you go with a, a killer whale barbecue sandwich? Or would you probably want it more of a teriyaki glaze on it? What do you call a killer group of musical whales? What do you call a killer group of musical whales? An orchestra. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'll be here all day. That comes from a six-year-old. That comes from a six-year-old. Give me a break. Let's go to Juliet. And Juliet's on the phone. <laughs> uh, how may I serve you? Follow that An up. An orchestra. An orchestra. That made me laugh. Okay, RB, you're stressing me out. I turn on the radio. I'm trying to get to work early. Haven't had my coffee. And then I heard this big overview of the past black cloud that's been looming over us. And the stock market keeps going up. So I was waiting for the, okay, now this is what we need to do, that something's going to crumble, you may want to start lingering and get out, but I don't think that that was your message. So now I'm close to the office and I need a double cap. I don't know what you hold in your portfolio, so I can't possibly begin to guess. (laughs) I'm still roughly 95% invested. I may have 5% cash. I talked earlier in the Stock Talk show, which we'll replay um, coming up, but I talked a little bit about how like 
there's different areas. Like you, you don't have to be like healthcare may be extended to you, whereas consumer staples have underperformed. It depends on what you need in your portfolio, Juliet. So it's impossible for me to say. I didn't bring up the wall of worry to worry you. I brought up the wall of worry to encourage you. You know, the fact that the U.S. economy has gone through all of these things from, you know, uh, 600,000 jobs lost to Chrysler and GM both going bankruptcy. My dad would have turned over in his grave if he heard that. Like, he would have said, America's dead. Uh, you look at the right. BP oil spill, the flash crash, stocks falling 20% from their highs, downgrade of U.S. debt. That's insulting to a lot of long-term older Americans. That, that didn't happen. You see Greece going through that 50% haircut almost, and you wonder if all of Europe's going to collapse. And then, oddly enough, it was the UK that pulled out, and it wasn't you know, um, Italy or Ireland or Portugal, or it wasn't Greece that completely collapsed. Um, it, you know, It wasn't Spain, who has just fundamental problems, and they're still there. But I think you have to you know, just kind of tip your hat, Juliet, and I want you to be like, the most beautiful person you can be and be the best person to your friends and family. And I want you to continue to work in your 401k and I want you to look at ways to get, you know, a, a raise. And I want you to think about, you know, how you can beat inflation and, or maybe save a little bit more money. Um, I don't want you to stress about, you know, the headlines. The Charlottesville headline is, is horrific um, on so many mm-hmm. levels. And it just shows you how much progress have we made in this country a lot, but is there still room to go? Sure. But, you know, last week we had the VIX hit an all-time low in volatility. So people are apathetic and they continue to put money away, put money away, put money away. What are they going to do when the market's down 20%? I'm going to be buying. They're going to be selling. And when the market's down 30%, they're going to be selling. I'm going to be buying. And the market's down 40% yeah, at some point in time. Go ahead. That's generally what I do is I kind of watch it and I've got very mixed portfolio. But I guess what I'm looking at is why is... Um, Coinbase, you know, going so high. It's at forty three hundred today. Um, I don't know. Um, if you can call back tomorrow on that one, I'll I'll take a look at it for you. So okay. dropping a stock on me with only one minute to pull up data, I'm not gonna be able to pull it up fast enough for you. But anyway, um, how old are you, Juliet? I'm forty six. Okay, that's not no shame in that. So. Uh, America is aging. Grandma three, holy mackerel! Now that's something to be thinking about. So you're probably a pretty good-looking grandmother because most grandmothers are in their sixties and seventies. So take pride in that. Um, With that said, go ahead. I said they call me Lily. I don't like them calling me Grandma. (laughs) Fair enough. So they call me Mister. They call me Mister Black. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm going to call um, you RB. I like RB. So uh, loved ones actually call me RB. So that, that's actually very special that you figured that out. So and sometimes I'll talk in just letters. You know, RB, call me ASAP, OMG. Um, so <laughs> I try to be as efficient as exactly. I try to be as efficient as possible. Um, and you get that. And uh, you know, things that scare me even more. I just gave you the headlines that scare people, but things that scare me are things like Ashton Kutcher is a venture capitalist. Occupy Wall Street, where people you know don't get the value of Wall Street. Um, the Wand devaluation. Tony Robbins as a financial advisor is probably the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. What um, in the world? I, like that guy. 
he gets people to walk on coals and like you're powerful your inner soul is like powerful you're a lion and then he doesn't tell you like it's a, a, a low temperature burning wood that anyone could walk over whether it be a lion or a baby or a moose but like celebrities like Mila Kunis, who is the most beautiful woman on the planet. She gets on CNBC and talks about buying stocks and Kenny G on CNBC. Um, so those are the things that worry me. And thanks for the call, Juliet. I wouldn't stress too much, but you should have your portfolio looked at. Congratulations on being a grandmother. Um, hopefully a lot like my mother. Um, none of your kids went to prison, maybe jail, but not prison. That's a sign of a good life, in my opinion. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I've seen this band in concert maybe one more time in my life um, as they're doing a tour coming up killers out of las vegas they did something kind of interesting in las vegas you could play for no money in any casino in like lobbies and you know nooks and crevices but the casino owners make one demand no original music we want you to play covers because that's what people from the midwest and that's what people know and that's what people are comfortable with not a bad way to you know craft a trade playing for free never saying no to any opportunity I've done well with that in my life and that's why I got this great job in radio making well I'm not allowed to say anymore I've got a great job in radio with Salem Radio and what did my boys recently say see how good my producer is my boys had advice for Salem Radio greatest radio company in the world oh can't find it killing me killing me so i wanted i was talking to juliet there Uh, i was talking to a caller is probably the best way to say that and you know it kind of dawned on me that she was worried that you know we've 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 climbed through all these horrible things like maybe we're due for that fall and then I said, you know, I'm not worried about getting through 600,000 job loss, GM, Chrysler, bankruptcy, the taper tantrum, Cyprus, Greece failing miserably for years and years, Ebola hitting, Brexit, stocks going nowhere over a 20-month period, and then, you know, consolidating, getting a double bottom and moving higher, Charlottesville, the VIX hitting an all-time low, gold at 1900 um, I was more worried that we started seeing this crazier stuff. And when I say crazier stuff, we started seeing... You know, um, a lot of quantitative easing programs around the world where banks weren't saying, governments weren't saying, here's our stimulus plans. Their banks were saying, here's cheap money. Uh, China hard landing. Occupy Wall Street, where I get the frustration. The haves versus the have-nots. The wand devaluation, insulting to devalue your currency, you know, on a political move to make you more attractive so you can continue to grow. Um, I talked about Tony Robbins becoming a financial advisor. I find Tony Robbins and Robert Kiyosaki not my cup of tea. Um, I find hard money loans not my cup of tea. Private money REITs not my cup of tea. I, 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 I don't have a place in my heart for these things. Um, you know, back, you know, margin debt at an all-time high. People are buying stocks with credit cards, margin. 
Um, some headlines that you know weren't necessarily reasons to buy, but are amazing things in of themselves since March 2009. You know, we had buying stocks as potentially a good deal. Barack Obama called the bottom of the market. Um, in 2010, early 2010, Steve Jobs unveiled the iPad, which was kind of a new product, and it's still today having some ramifications that are positive around the world. Warren Buffett said demand is coming back in 2010. Uber goes live in San Francisco. We started a whole new class of you know, peer-to-peer sharing, uh, which I think is not going to go away. We saw the best jobs report since the recession in 2010. We saw the Tesla IPO. We saw Obama signing the Consumer Protection Act, which was a good thing. 23 months after the stock market bottom, stocks gained 100%. Then in 2012, we got the Facebook IPO. See all these reasons for optimism? I gave you all the reasons of negative that people got freaked out about. But here's the the optimism. Stocks gained 30% in 2013, an amazing return. And in 2013, we had the revolution hit TV. And this was a revolution. Netflix came out with House of Cards Season 1. And people talked about it. And people started cutting the cord. And people started consuming media in a different way. We had the Alibaba IPO out of China in 2014. We had GDP growing at 4% in 2007. Um, Amazon introduced the Echo in 2015. In 2015, we also got a new Star Wars, The Force Awakens film, which I think was a momentous occasion in the history of mankind as we finally got back to what really happens now. We saw the Death Star explode. We saw Darth Vader get away. Did he get away? No, he died. Um, So, but... We were wondering where it was all going. What's going to happen to Luke? Can the Force ever hit true balance, or does the Force need to be destroyed? We don't know. Later that year, we saw, or at the next start of the next year, now we got, you know, eight more Star Wars movies coming out, which will make Disney billions of dollars. The evil empire might move from Microsoft to Disney. Instead of stormtroopers, we got robots. But we have employed Americans. Employment, unemployment fell below 5% in 2016. These are all great things that people never talk about. The Cubs won the World Series for the first time in 108 years. As a longtime San Francisco fan, you really want other, other cities to get theirs. We got ours. So the Cubbies won. Generations, multiple generations of families had suffered through that. Was that not a breakthrough? Then you got Dow 20,000. Then you got a record, you know, 100 plus weeks of job gains. These are all very, very good things that no one talks about. Yes, we can talk about, you know, the big headlines, government shutdowns and, you know, out of nowhere, the U.S. election was won and crude oil falls from 120 down to $27 a barrel. That's going to cause global chaos and terrorism to rise. And there's the sovereign debt crisis in Europe and BP oil spill. Yes, the headlines are bad. And yes, there's a boogeyman. And no way would I put my hand in a, a garbage disposal. No way. And yes, there's a clown underneath your bed. But it's not that bad. We also have advances in medicine. We've got transparency increasing for financial consumers. We got the explosion of high quality podcasts, including this one, Rob Black and Your Money and soon-to-be Stock Talk as its own standalone podcast with Rob Black, which you can find at robblackshow.com. You had professional content curation, which 
basically the abnormal return. I played with Apple Music the other day for about three hours. I had the time of my life. Um, the experience of travel, specifically airplanes, is starting to change. Costs are going down for financial products. Um, sharks with laser these, beams attached to their heads. We have sharks with laser beams attached to their heads, as my conciliatory uh, um, Dr. Evil has just told us. Uh, we got costs going down for financial products, Rawr. where ETFs now cost pennies to buy into the capitalism of the U.S. and world markets. Do you understand that? Back in the day of the 1980s, 1990s, early 90s, if you wanted to buy shares of a company, you'd get $4,000 together and you'd buy it, but you'd have to pay $400 commissions. Now you're paying 40 cent commissions on, on $100. Like, it's unbelievable. It's unbeatable. Um, you have high-speed Wi-Fi everywhere except for Africa. Holy mackerel. It takes a whole day to download a movie in Africa, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Because as Sam Kinison once said, it's a desert. Oh, oh move. Um, but they're going to build their infrastructure in Africa. It's going to be a great investment down the road. The fuel economy of an automobile has improved. Average miles per gallon improves every year. Solar energy is a viable option. So people talk about the big picture negatives, like I said. Chrysler GM, U.S. elections, government shutdowns, Greece falling apart. Those aren't the big negatives. The big negatives are Ashton Kutcher's a venture capitalist. You know, Occupy Wall Street, people don't understand what's going on. Tony Robbins, a financial advisor. Mila Kunis, Joe Theismann, Kenny G giving stock advice. Mr. Wonderful giving stock advice. Uh, You get peak profit margins. You get buyback palooza. You get margin all-time high. Those are the things that worry me. But then again, I I, I balance them by things like, you know, the big events in the calendar like Facebook and Uber and Alibaba and GDP growing at 4%, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Unemployment under 5%, um, the Tesla IPO. These are evolutionary and revolutionary kind of companies um, that have you know, changed the direction. A lot of people don't like Amazon, but Amazon's made every retailer up their game. And that's what you want. You don't want competition to die. You want competition to meet competition and to thrive. Then, you know, all the things that are going beyond the scenes, behind the scenes. Technology costs are coming down. Televisions, super big televisions are becoming cheaper. Google Maps is free and incredible. Um, Financial products are getting cheaper. Cars are going further on the same gasoline. People are sharing cars. You have a car for six years. Why not have a car for three years and and, put those 150,000 miles on it in three years with 10 different people helping to buy it? Um, The fact that bad news is disseminated 10 times as fast as positive news is one of the biggest reasons why it's so difficult to capture market returns. Um, I'm here to help you. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to be your spiritual guru. No, I don't want to be your guru. I want to be your Buddha. I want to sit up on a mountain and have people trek up to me and say, what should we do about the stock market? And go, pay attention to advances in medicine. We owe you because we learn from you. We learn from you, by example, you. how to do a show with intention, how to work with clarity, how to treat people. Stephen Colbert on Rob Black. Hey, Sam, don't be cheap. Pay my dad more money. No doubt about that. No truer words ever spoken. So it's certainly not easy to be a long-term patient investor because bad news smashes your face against a wall. But good news just plays quietly in the background. But doing nothing sometimes is the default setting for most investors. So Juliet, breathe easy, okay? It's easier said than done, but breathe easy.
as long as you're not in retirement, that's a different game than creating wealth, preserving it. Find me at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting the show. If I were to leave today, if I were to have a heart attack, if I were to get into a violent car crash and die, I'd feel pretty good about what I've accomplished. I think I've done a nice job of getting you to save money for retirement, to think about things, to not rush in and go, oh, if I give my money to someone, they're going to guarantee me 8%. That is so much baloney. And then you're saying, what's baloney? Yes, it's a sandwich meat that your parents used to feed to you that you could probably sue them now in hindsight for child abuse. 39% of Americans have no savings at all. 57% of Americans have less than $1,000 saved. That includes 401ks, IRAs, and much, much more. Index funds, robo-advisors, what have you. There's so many good ways to save now. Just start saving is my, I beg you. By age 30, you should have one time your salary saved. By age 35, twice your salary. So if you make 50000 you should have $100,000 by age 35. By age 40, you should have three times. By 45, four times. By 55 times. By 55, six times. How easy is this? By 67 times and by 65, eight times. And that's not you know, going to fit all sizes. Um, I like to spend money. Um, I'm talking with a, a guy who does sailing right now who sometimes is a drunken sailor, and he sometimes spends money like a drunken sailor. Um, and sometimes he has to swab the decks because he's run out of money and has no way to pay for his hamburger today that he'll gladly pay for next Wednesday. Uh, but a lot of Americans haven't saved. So, uh, enough. So, I want 20 times salary. Classic. Brings me back. So, I needed a girl once, Judy, who looked just like olive oil. You has been me girlfriend for a long, long time. And what's interesting about that? On me bended knee... I proposes marriage. I was strangely attracted to olive oil. And like in the cartoon, she's just all leg. <laughs> and like no body, no curves. She's got no curves. So I was attracted to a cartoon character to the point that I probably had some pretty rich images go through my head. Like, it's me and olive oil. And she would go, oh, Robert. <laughs> and it would instantly spoil everything for me. But anyhow, and anyway, um... Talking about real estate, talking about loans, um, Tony Mendez is a Bay Area realtor. Him and I go back, not realtor, you're a mortgage lender. Um, You've done three or four loans in the Bay Area alone for me. You've consulted some outside state loans for me. We're working on putting together a package for a new loan for me. You've recently closed a loan for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're pretty hot and fresh in the market. Um, A lot like dog do, hot and fresh. Hot and fresh, flies Uh, all around. Flies all around. So you kind of know what's going on right now. How easy was it for you to get a loan on yourself? But you didn't do it through yourself. You did it through. No, I did it through um, uh, a friend in in the place where we bought it. But uh, it was pretty, you know, it, it gave me a good perspective again. Okay. You know, how things have changed. Um, most lenders today have electronic signatures. And every once in a while, there's a 
something you have to physically sign and send back, like the IRS and the Social Security Administration. They and they they like physical signatures, what they call wet signatures, and you got to do that every once in a while. But you know, you do the bank statements and the W twos and the paycheck stubs, and you follow some of the rules and you 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 go through. You get the inspection. It, we had some good great realtors. It was a team, and I liked the team because mm-hmm. if one person didn't answer, the other person answered, and they both knew what was going on. A team doesn't work unless everybody knows what's going on. And they had a good property manager that. Um, we were able to work with right away and the house is marketed before the house is even closed and we're going to have a renter in 15 days after closing. And so the, we, we, I did a lot of prep and I, I spent a lot of time figuring out what I wanted to do. And it's, it's what we kind of preach in our, on our side of the table. And that is be, always be prepared. Um, expect well, the, the worst, hope for the best. Too. Yeah. Um, I, I, were you in Boy Scouts? No, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I learned how to do, things with my hands a lot i put myself at enough risk <laughs> i didn't have to put myself in the boy scouts i was a good looking boy i went to a boy scout um halloween party once okay i decided it wasn't for me so that's oh. all i got for you. <laughs> i'm waiting for the punchline no that's it you came with the wrong you the punch li- the punchline was in there i put myself at a lot of risk already come on but we you said the punchline first but come on so. thank you I'm not saying I was an ugly kid, but my scout leader never hit on me. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Thank you, Obama. That wasn't Obama. Who was that? Who was that? I think it was a guy named, some guy. named Jeff. Oh. Sounds like Obama. You know, when you um, play, that's not even funny. That sounds like Obama. Mike's struggling. <laughs> He's struggling. That's not even funny. There you go. <laughs> Um, okay, back to you. What were you talking about? Something about real estate? Oh, you know, the process of, of you know, getting a, getting a perspective from the other side. And, but lenders are making it a lot easier. Uh, okay. There's a lot of new programs that are coming out uh, to help buyers. in the. They're really specific for the Bay Area, like 95% second loans. Um, so you're putting 5% down to buy a, a million-dollar property type of scenarios. 10% down jumbos with no mortgage insurance. These pro- so the... the Lenders are adapting, not just on the products, but on how to make it easy. Get to know a lender. He won't give you a toaster like your lender would have done 40 years ago, but he will get a loan done. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. You can always meet him at my live events. You can find me at RobBlackShow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.